Hello, I'm Ruth from the ICB's communications team. Coming up, NHS 111 has been celebrating its 10th birthday and how the ICB has been recognising nurses and midwives. But first, Dying Matters Week has seen the system come up with some imaginative ways to get people talking about a subject that many of us find difficult to deal with. St Elizabeth Hospice has put giant chalkboards at Ipswich Waterfront where people can write down their bucket list ideas. St Nicholas Hospice invited businesses to take part in an interactive discussion about death and dying. And St Helena has been encouraging people to randomly pick out Dying Matters conversation starter questions from a goldfish bowl. Clinical lead for end-of-life care, Dr Karen Chumbly, explains why all this work is so important. We know that when people have conversations, their care is more likely to be coordinated with their preferences. They're more likely to be cared for in a place of their preference, for example, and less likely to die in a hospital bed if that's not where they want to be. We know that when there's conversations that have happened and people have planned, that the bereavement experience for those that love them uh, is uh, less severe and they are less traumatised by their bereavement because they've had a chance to process some of that and to make some plans and adjustments that support them through that bereavement experience. Dying is always difficult. It's one of the most difficult things when we lose people that we love but by thinking ahead by changing our culture and thinking and talking around dying we empower ourselves and those that we love to make this difficult time of life as good as it can be. And Dr Lindsay Crockett from Peninsula Practice in East Suffolk is appealing to GP practices to put any patients approaching the end of their life in touch with one of her team of compassionate companions. These volunteers provide non-medical and compassionate support to people in their last year of life and to their loved ones. They help enable conversations about the choices available to people and support them to live their lives as fully as possible in the time they have left. If you're interested in volunteering as a compassionate companion, visit www.compassionate-communities.co.uk. And the system's launched a dedicated website which details bereavement support across the system area. Visit www.tolivewithdying.co.uk The ICB is aiming to address the shortage of affordable housing available to NHS employees in the region. The Home For Me project can match those who need to rent a room with those who have a spare room to let. Using an online marketplace built by homestay.com exclusively for staff in Suffolk and North East Essex, hosts and renters can use filters to find the partnership that best suits their needs. The next stage is to build up a bank of host families, so if you're interested in becoming a host, please email paul.firth, that's F-I-R-T-H, at snee.nhs.uk. It's National Mental Health Week and anxiety is this year's central theme. The Mental Health Foundation says everyone feels anxious from time to time and that in the current cost of living crisis, more than a third of us are feeling anxious about our financial situation. Support charities say that it's important we recognise and respond when we feel anxious so that it doesn't become overwhelming. The Integrated Care System is running a series of informative sessions every lunchtime this week on how staff in our health and care system can access help and support. Members of the public can find information on the ICB's wellbeing website, www.com. 
sneewellbeing.org.uk. NHS 111 has been celebrating its 10th birthday, and in the last decade it's answered 2.6 million calls for patients in Suffolk and North East Essex. The pandemic saw a dramatic surge in its use by the public, and that's continued since. The service has retained a number of its original staff members, but it's evolved significantly since the early days, as Belinda White from service provider Practice Plus Group explains. I guess our busiest time, like the rest of the healthcare service, was um, back in spring 2020, when the the COVID um, wave, first wave of COVID hit us then. For 111, we had a 400% increase um, in a month for the number of people who called us, some very concerned patients and some poorly patients as well. So across that period alone, across a three month period there, we we implemented 50 different changes responding to what was being learned about the virus at that time and um, how we could best keep patients and our staff at that time safe as well. So we have many staff members, like I say, have been with us from day one and many people who work with us through that period as well, who are as providers of services to um, to local patients are incredibly proud to deliver those services. And I think that's one of the things that keeps people um, working with us. They get that huge job satisfaction about dealing with patients when they're at their most vulnerable. We also offer some great opportunities for career progression. We'd welcome people who want to come and work in our service as well. Maternity services across Suffolk and North East Essex have deployed a new communications app to improve access for patients across the maternity pathway. Card Medic helps to improve confidence in care services and allows users to communicate freely with healthcare professionals, regardless of any additional needs such as language barriers or visual, oral or cognitive impairments. The app can be used in any specialty, but as clinical lead midwife Terry Gavin-Jones explains, SNE is an early adopter of it for maternity services. SNE always leads the way, doesn't it? So if there's an innovation to be had, we're going to adopt it. Everyone knows that maternity has had a real focus in the last couple of years on reducing health inequalities. So we have a license for maternity and we've purchased the license for the maternity use. In fact, um, the license does cover the rest of the ICB. So if somebody, for example, in the ambulance service wanted to use it, they absolutely could. And if any other services or specialties want to use the licence, they can contact Terry directly by emailing terry, that's T-E-R-I, dot gavin, G-A-V-I-N, hyphen jones, at sneed.nhs.uk. Finally, the ICB has celebrated International Day of the Midwife and International Nurses Day with a virtual staff briefing where clinical lead midwife Terry Gavin-Jones, whom we've just heard from, and nurses from our acute hospitals and Norfolk and Suffolk NHS Foundation Trust spoke about their experiences of nursing in the NHS. Here's the ICB's Director of Nursing, Lisa Nobes, who hosted the event. I love Nurses Day because it gives you a time and chance just to reflect on why we became nurses and what it is that we love so much about being a nurse and how proud we all are of being nurses and I'm really proud to be a nurse and I'm really proud of all nurses and midwives because you all do such such an amazing job. That's all for this week's podcast. Join James Catton next Monday for the next in his series of In Conversation interviews. Thanks for listening.